Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Going by dates. Now, going by days, it was the early hours of last Saturday morning. But going by by dates, this being the 7th of November, it's a month ago today that the current situation in Gaza uh, broke out. We know what happened that day. We know what's happened since. We know the awful humanitarian tragedy that is the latest conflicts in the Middle East and I'm speaking now to Mahmoud now Mahmoud I understand you have recently retired as an engineer with Cork County Council good morning that's that's correct yeah good morning to you PJ yes that's correct yes. And, and how long did you spend working with the council Mahmoud? Uh, 21 years 21 years yeah I came over from the UK uh, through a recruitment uh, campaign through BLG at the time in two, year 2001. So I started in December 2002. Okay, and wh- where are you from originally? Gaza, is it? I was uh, yeah, I Gaza was, City. Uh, Palestine. Yes, yes. Tell me about tell me about your your place of birth. Tell me about your home city first. Well, it uh, obviously before. I don't want to go that far. Before 1948, it was a very prosperous place with uh, 250,000 uh, people mainly working on uh, in agriculture. And everybody had his own little farms. And this. But my father was a, a carpenter, uh, so he had to find work, and he left in, in the early 50s to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Uh, came back, got married. I was born in 1955 and then in 1956 he had me sent to Saudi Arabia to live with him with my mother and I was only one year old and then um, came to the UK to do my university study and I also found work so I kept on working a few years in the Middle East to make a bit to make, make more money and saving and came back to UK uh, when I saw court and council advertising for engineers I applied came for an interview in 2002 and I got the, an offer in August 2002, and I uh, moved to I to court okay. in 2000 December 2002. And he worked here until your retirement. Yes, okay. yes. And now, I have been here since. 
Good. Now you have you have a wife called is it Abla is her name? That's that's correct. Yeah, she is still um, for, well. I hope and pray that she's still alive. I haven't heard from her since uh, the eleventh of October. Okay, let's wind it I back a know. little bit, Mahmoud. We'll talk about her and you first. So, how long have you been married? I went out in just after COVID. I was on my own for many years, so I went out in two thousand in July two thousand and twenty-one, uh, and I knew the the two families knew each other. So I met her in December, and um, she's also of a mature age. Uh, so we uh, decided to get married in January two thousand twenty-two. Okay. Now, at the time, I was in job, I was employed here, so I asked her to fill a, to go onto the internet and fill a form to join Irish spouse in Ireland, you know, like, and she filled the form, sent it through. There was a lot of paperwork, which I sent. The only thing is everything has to be completed and sent to the Irish embassy in Tel Aviv. This is the rules. Yeah, uh, you're a uh, citizen, aren't you, Mahmoud? You're an Irish citizen now. Yeah, I am an Irish citizen, but uh, she isn't, of course, because she hasn't been able to get to Ireland. So, when uh, when things didn't go as planned, so I had to think about I either stay here on my own uh, or retire and move to Gaza, and that's what I did last July. Okay. I left my retire- my job after 21 years and I went and bought a flat in last August. Okay. Okay, uh, so just just a few months ago then you moved back to Gaza, bought a flat and living there. I I thought I thought it was it was okay. It yeah. was under siege, it was limited resources. Uh, people were struggling very high mm. uh, employment, but I thought with my pension here it will see me okay. So that's 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 the that's the point where we where we are. Then you've you've moved back yeah. to uh, to Gaza last August, bought an apartment, and then uh, October the seventh happened. You were there at the time. What do you remember about that weekend? <laughs> you see, I was I was in the flat, and uh, I had call at six thirty in the morning from a nephew in the city itself. I was outside. I was, I bought a flat on the outskirts. Uh, by the beach side, so um, I um, I had a call at six thirty to get out as soon as I can because war broke out, and I said, "Well, I can't see anything." He said, "Look up in the sky." So, so there was some, you know, rocket. I think it was coming from Gaza towards Israel at the time. The uh, so uh, I said, "So what do I do now?" He said, "Just shut everything straight." and get here. Luckily, I rented a car, so I had a transport. But as we were driving towards the city, her mom called, mm-hmm. and she said, can you come here first? You know, I want to see you. So I dropped her by her mom, a little bit to the north of the city, and I came to stay with my nephew. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't communicate by then. There was a phone call and she was saying, well, I'm ready if you want to collect me. I said, well, I'm trying to find a brave taxi driver to take me to the crossing. I should just be out of here. Uh, we found one Sunday morning, the 9th, 
uh, sorry, Monday the 9th, but he wouldn't go to the north of the city to collect her. I see. So, I, so she went uh, to see I'm, her mom, and yeah, she, the, your intention she, was that you were both going to get out? But although she doesn't have the right to come to Ireland. Sure. But you see, but you were going to t- I think I were you going to take a chance on it, were you? I was going to go to Egypt, you see. Uh, my my mother left me a flat in Cairo, so there was a furnished accommodation for me in see, Cairo, and I see, had been preparing it just in case if Ireland wouldn't allow Abla to come over. So see. we would sit in Cairo and wait for a decision on her application to join me. In okay, Ireland. okay. So you had this safe place in Cairo, an apartment waiting for you. You just needed to get Abla into Egypt. You lost contact yeah, because she was in her well, mom's it, place. Well, you see, the, the it was good that I found a driver brave sure. enough to do the straight road from my nephew's house to the crossing. And and, and it was good of him to say, sure. okay, I'll do it. So it was still Monday morning. I mean, you know, there was still war going on. And he managed to drop me off at Rafah crossing. Yes. It wasn't very easy to get out, but uh, we did, luckily. I had a sister and her husband who's partially blind and both uh, close to 70, but we managed, the three of us, to get out. Obviously, Abla was still in contact, but uh, she can't make it. So I left her behind. I came here So the last time, I I know I'm pausing for people now, Mambu, just to keep in touch with the story, but you, you last saw or heard from your wife, saw her at least, and four weeks ago today. No, on the 7th of October. The seven, oh, four weeks that's ago the, last Saturday, last time you saw her. Okay. Yeah, that's when we left the flat and I had to drop her off to see her mom and dad because they were elderly, they're both over 70 and they okay. needed, I don't know, they needed their comfort, they needed to see they, her. They needed to see her, it's as normal as anything. So when Whatever. did you last speak to her? 11th, 11th uh, of October, but obviously, as you know, with the internet being cut off and no electricity, I hope that she is just not able to charge her phone, and that's why there is nothing. I have sort of been trying to get uh, the same driver to drive up to her house, but he said that part of the city is very bad. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. So he wasn't gonna have the same bravery as he did on the ninth when he took me to the crossing. So yeah, is I it that she, that part of the city has been extensively yeah, bombed, yeah. is that it, Mahmoud? That's right, yeah. That's uh, the Tofane area, which is a little bit to the north. Um so I hope they're both alive, uh, or all of them are alive, her parents and herself. She has two sisters. And is, yeah, are there any friends or relatives that you've been able to contact that can make contact with her, no? Do you know, the only, the only way that we knew that her uh, ankle, unfortunately, uh, was... She uh, broke her ankle, didn't she? No, no, her ankle died uh, while he was getting bred for everybody. She has a very active ankle. He's in... Or uncle, 60. I beg your pardon. I thought you, I yeah, thought she had an ankle, an ankle injury. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Her uncle died, okay. But, 
Yeah, but the only way we knew that was on Al Jazeera while we were in Egypt. And I was watching the news. And he's a well-known in the community. So they brought him on a stretcher out to, to for burial. And they mentioned the name. And I thought, hang on a minute. Uh, you know, that's uh, Abla's uncle. So that's the only contact we have okay. uh, is through Al Jazeera. Okay. Uh, when I came here, I tried to appeal. The- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The decision of the immigration for not allowing it in. So we send okay. the appeal in September. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm just going to pause again, Mahmoud, for a second, just for yeah. listeners to let them catch up a bit. So so you've not been able to talk to Abla for, for, for almost a month now. Yeah. You don't know you don't know where she is, really. You don't... Shockingly, you don't well, even I, know if she's still alive, do you? But let, I don't know whether she's... I know she would be home, but I know that area had its fair share of... of you know, yeah, but uh, okay. I, uh, I I hope and that the, they're all okay. But you never you don't know. know. You don't know, do you? With that yeah. of uh, you know, bomb dropped in that area, there is uh, uh, you know very slim chance that oh, they are dear. all uh, okay. alive. But I'll have to wait and see. Now, now my appeal and thanks to you for giving me the chance. Well, well let's let's, let's, let's go to that because you you applied you you married as you said um, a year yeah, and a bit you ago. See, you applied I for her. The, yeah. You applied I for her to come. To I just want to catch up for listeners, Mahmoud. But bear with me a moment. Yeah. So you applied for her to come here with you because you're a nice Irish citizen. You're living and working here for for twenty one years, and in the initial application wasn't successful. You appealed it. And there was more paperwork required. I'm assuming that you got um, all of that paperwork. Yes, yeah, and it's been sent on the 26th of September. Last, that's before the war broke, and I was hoping that although we are we've accepted to live in Gaza, but I wanted her to come to Ireland uh, at, at least as a visitors mm-hmm. at the time. So. But obviously now that the situation is changed, I don't really know if that flat still still stand. I don't know what being brought down because the, we we I lived in a nice camp area, secure area accommodation, and uh, the first two weeks, a, a taxi driver managed to pass by the beach road, and he says, two, but not yours, two building has been brought down 
but not yours because mine was in the back. So he knows what uh, as a taxi driver, but he's a family member as well. I see. So I don't. So the whole plan is is now. Uh, yeah. So you changed. don't know. You don't know if your wife and her family are still alive. You don't know if your home is still standing. <laughs> You're desperately no, trying to find her and desperately trying to get her out. And I think that's why you wanted to talk to us, Mahmoud, is because yeah. you've asked Michal Martin to help. Yeah, there is a, a message in his office. There is a, a correspondence. I also sent a copy of the appeal to his office. And they were kind enough to come back and say it's been documented and it will be seen too. So I haven't lost hope. I hope that when he comes back, I think he's on a... Uh, he's in China too. at the moment. Yeah, He's in China at the moment. So when he comes back, I hope and pray that he would look at it in a very sympathetic way and considering the situation in Gaza and would allow her to join me in Cairo and hopefully we can get to the Irish embassy in Cairo and get her a visa to come over. Okay. That this. Where, where are yeah, you this, just now, Mahmoud? Where are you taking this call? I'm in Classes Lake in Ovens, where I. Oh, I where see. I, you're here in Cork. Okay. I came here last Tuesday. Okay. I I have been here a week. You see, I I had to stay in Cairo in the hope that she might. I didn't know how the war will progress. Of course. So I was hoping that. There will be some ceasefire, and I see past war hasn't been as bad, and they have had uh, Egypt uh, going and liaising between the two. Yes, and there might be some. I but I don't think uh, this is uh, this is a very deadly one. I yes, don't think this yes, going to be. Yes, th this is, and anyone that you know, I have spoken to who hasn't. An understanding and knowledge of the area since all this started a month ago, Mahmoud has said, this is worse than anything that's happened previously. Yeah, because I was in the office yesterday and people, colleagues of mine were saying, will you go back? I said, but there's nothing to go back to. The literally has bombed banks, government building, roads. Uh, you know, beach restaurants, which I used to enjoy and, this, you know, walk and have a coffee in the morning. I, I really enjoyed the six weeks I stayed there. And I thought, yeah, I could cope with this. <laughs> you know, with the, with my pension, it will, uh, I will live very comfortably in Gaza. Of course, of course. A pension that you earned here in, yeah. in Cork when you worked here. And, and now, like your home... Your, fam your, your wife, you don't know where she is, her family, you can't contact her or any of them. You don't know if your home is still standing? Not, yeah. I mean, I hope I hope she's still alive. And I hope uh, that uh, Mr. Michal Martin will look at it when he's back and do something about it with, uh, you know, with the Irish embassy in Cairo. Because that would be easier for me to fly back and hopefully... Have her, uh, have her come through. Now, I'm saying this, hoping that she will be able out. But at the moment, the, what I hear is that Israel will take over, and they might not allow anyone out. 
<laughs> so all that is hypothetical. It's all assumption that she will be able to join me in Cairo. But that not might be the case. But the, the least I could do for her is to hope that the Irish government will allow her to join me if she is out, uh, well, if she's alive and she's out safely uh, to Cairo. I feel for you very much, Mahmoud. The, the, the area where she lives, I mean, where you, where you bought your little flat, sounds, and I have been to that part of the world and I know how beautiful it is. You'd, yeah. bought, you'd, bought, See, I, you'd bought your house. Thought, you thought you were going to retire by I, the sea in your hometown, thought, you know. But remember, it didn't come as sudden. I actually went four times while in work. I yeah. went through Egypt, crossed to Rafah, crossing to Gaza four times to make sure I can adapt. It's not very easy. Yeah. So... Uh, but she, I must say, you know, I hope she's still alive. She was very flexible. She said, if you want to live in Ireland, I'll come to Ireland. She had a little bit of reservation at the beginning, being, you know, she hasn't been out of Gaza. And mm. Does she speak any would, English, Mahmoud? Your English is excellent. Does she speak any English? No. No. There's a few words just to, you know, uh, but no, she, the plan obviously is that she hopefully will do uh, an English course when she's I, here. Might, may I ask, what is her native language? Arabic. Arabic. We, yeah, they speak Arabic. They speak Gaza. Arabic. And communication, of course, is very, very difficult now. Like, is there anyone using satellite phones? Is there anyone using like, even, even well, Elon what? Musk's? satellite system. Is there any communication at all to talk to when anybody? I was, uh, when I was in Egypt, we were advised to get an international line directly to her. But now I hope the reason she didn't pick up because her uh, phone wasn't charged. And how would she when there is no electricity? I think since the 10th, for the ninth, they cut electricity on the whole uh, Gaza Strip. So there's no electricity for her charge. Now, the people I have been able to speak to are taxi drivers, which, when I asked them, how do you get your phone charged? He said, oh, through the car. You know, the car. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of these are not available anymore because there is no petrol. So they have their cars stopped outside their houses. So even that hasn't, hasn't worked. But I haven't given hope. I'm still hoping that uh, we will have uh, some ceasefire. They're talking about a humanitarian, uh, you know, bows. And I hope that someone can actually get to her house and find out if they are still alive. But... Um, uh, it it's not looking like that they are agreeing to that ceasefire either. Yeah. So I hope that things will change in the next uh, day or two. Mm. But uh, it is very serious. It is. Uh, it is. Leaving leaving that many people without food, water, uh, communication, and um. But now I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad. But. Uh, before, but to be honest, it would still be. I could still live with it, you know. Yeah. I bought a nice apartment on the sea. It was built by uh, Qatar, 
uh, they oh, yeah. were building apartments and yeah. no as I say um, well, well I've never been in Gaza I've never been in that part uh, but I've been in the Middle East I've been in Lebanon and I've been in in Israel and I've been down south towards northern Egypt a couple of times oh, yeah. in beautiful 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 part yeah. of the world and so tragic to see it wrenched apart time and time again with this conflict. Mahmoud, I know that you, you, like you said, you had a response from Michal Martin and no doubt Michal being, and he is give him a fair, give him his, his fair lash here he is a humanitarian at heart he will no doubt speak with you when he's back from, from China and I sincerely hope that you can A, make contact with Abla, that she is okay and that hopefully you can get her out of there. Mahmoud, thank you for speaking with me. No, thank you for uh, having the time and spare me on your show. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Courts 96 FM.